What's going on, everyone, and welcome to Project X Talk, episode 11, your weekly podcast all about Xbox. Hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas and you're enjoying the holidays, staying safe and playing a ton of great video games together. This is your final Project X Talk of 2020. We'll be back next week to kick off 2021. We have a lot of ideas for new content, so we hope you stick with us in the new year and give us feedback about what you love and what you'd like to see from the channel going forward. My name is Kevin. I'm your host, joined as usual by Amon, Tom, and Garrett. How are you guys doing? Doing awesome. Oh, I'm doing good. Good to be back after a while. Feeling jolly. Yeah, so this week, uh, the podcast is going to take a little different format. Normally, we do the news roundup. Uh, there's not really much news this week. Uh, the only news story I saw was that um, Flight Simulator is getting a VR mode. Cool. Great. Uh, and then the only other news I could find was a rumor that was going around on places like Game Rant and Twitter this week about Halo Infinite potentially dropping the Xbox One version that has since been debunked by 343. Um, but I did want to get your guys' opinion about that rumor while we're on the topic. Do you think they should drop the Xbox One version? I'm in two minds about this. Um, since I have the Series X, obviously I would prefer if they dropped the Xbox One version. But, you know, there's still about 50 million people still using the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So it would be unfair to them. And as 343 are trying to, you know... Um, Going for, go, I try to go for a wide group of audience, so I don't think it, w- it would be sensible for them to just release it on the Series X. So, yeah, um, I'm kind of in two minds about it. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think they should still release it on the Xbox One. Honestly, like with the, what we've seen with Cyberpunk 2077, Halo's gonna like not have anywhere near those kind of issues. Yeah, like, so the world is like, much more open. Hopefully. Uh, I think they can pull it off. I mean, it might, it'll look like trash, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, Halo Five didn't look that bad on the. On no, the that, it looked really nice. Yeah, it looked really nice. Yeah, yeah, Halo, Halo 5, Five looked good. It looked better than the game game showcase. Uh, mm-hmm. Halo Infinite at the game showcase. Yeah, I'm also a little conflicted. I understand the whole point. You know, most of the player base will probably still be on those la- that last gen Xbox, but either the the one, the one S, the one X and not have the Series X, even though it is next year. My only argument is is if the new release date is in the fall next year, there's going to be a lot of more people that have the opportunity to migrate to the Series X. You know, production issues should be resolved by then. Everyone should be able to pick up the new Xbox. It should be readily available in stores. So I guess it really just depends on if people have the income. Obviously, we're not going to see the all 50 million switch in one year. They've accumulated that over the last eight years, uh, so it's a little unrealistic. And then I, I just, I worry that's going to be held back, that they're not going to be able to pull out the Series X capabilities just because they're split focusing. And that comes from the Cyberpunk fiasco. Like I, I'm really just worried that what we saw with Cyberpunk is going to happen again. I mean, obviously not for me because I have a Series X, but I don't want us to get to a situation where Halo Infinite, you know, you have the IGN articles where they're like, "Don't play on Xbox One." A little disclaimer, four out of ten. So I, I can I can see I arguments mean, for both ways. I mean IGN giving it a four out of ten is, you know, shocking since IGN mm-hmm. usually are really generous with their reviews. They usually give a lot of games ten out of ten. What about you, Garrett? How you feel about that? I was pretty much in your same boat, but I am way more down for uh any evolving marketing practices. 
So if there is for any reason that the Xbox One version is going to be a handicap at all, they should hold it back. Uh, feel free to release the Xbox Series X edition. Gaming nowadays, it's all over the place, right? With staggered releases. Mm-hmm. So if it does come like that, I think most people could understand if the Xbox One version needed to be held back an additional six months for optimization. I can see that, especially with this game. It, they they plan on it for being uh, like supported for like I think it was like what was it five plus years. Yeah. So eventually, eventually down the line, they they might have to like scrap the Xbox One depending on what they want to do with the game. Uh, like. The best example I have for this one, when I used to play uh, Final Fantasy XIV on console, it was originally on the PS3. And then when the PS4 came out, it only lasted like two years after that, and then they removed the PS3 version because it wasn't like, it was it was at that point holding it back. Yeah. So, I mean, at the point that it's actually going to hold it back, they should, you know, feel free to let it go. And I don't think people would complain too much as long as they can still like, oh, we got to accept the campaign. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that. I do, I just don't want us to suffer or suffer because of the last gen consoles. And I get not everyone is able to afford it. I mean, the, to put it in perspective, the 360 was supported. I think they're still releasing games on that until like 2015, 2016. So that was three, four years after launch of the Xbox One. So yeah, but then the series uh, 360 had like 87 million people compared to that's true. You know, 40 million from the xbox one generation that's true and and the install base you know we never recouped yeah. all the people that were on the 360 they they jumped a lot yeah, of them there's jumped still ship. people on the 360 there's yeah. still a lot of people i've yeah, seen i've seen posts i've seen posts this week jumping from the 360 to the series x or series s and i'm like i can't even imagine making that jump uh, especially for for that's halo halo you you've you've missed you've missed what halo has become uh since the 360 days it's a good miss uh, it's a good miss <laughs> so i think i you know it's it's uh, divided down the middle i think no nobody really has the answers they said they're gonna stick with it so i'll give my faith to 343 that they're gonna produce the game that we all want they're holding it back on like cyberpunk but Apart from that, there's no other news. So what I thought we should do instead is a viewer question episode. I tweeted out uh, via our Twitter account at Project X Talk on Twitter. If you want to follow us over there, interact with us, send us questions for future episodes. And we got a few responses. So I'm going to read some questions and uh, get your guys' thoughts on, on these topics that the viewers want us to weigh in on. So our first question comes from 6G Test Satellite on Twitter. Clearly not his real name. Uh, they want to know which Xbox exclusive game are you looking forward to specifically in the first half of 2021? That means January to June. So the release is coming out in that six-month window. What are you guys looking forward to the most? Psychonauts 2. Not a confirmed yeah, I mean, release date, but Tim Schafer has been talking yeah. about it. I can and he see said it. it's coming soon, so probably <laughs> before June, I hope. So, yeah, his inter- his interview with Ryan McCaffrey went up this week, and um, yeah, I think he said they're doing end cr- end credits, so that's a good sign. I'm I'm thinking that could hit before quarter, the end of quarter two. Probably. When is Scorn coming out? Ooh. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, about Scorn. I'm Scorn. not. I think that's sure. summer. 
or spring. I think it's summer mm. or spring. So that might be too far off. The medium, then. That's really all. Like, oh, yeah. I forgot about the medium as well. Yeah, we get that. I think we get that uh, next month, I think. Yeah, yeah June 20th. 20th of January. Or January 20th, not June. June 28th yeah. is uh, <laughs> June 28th, uh, back for blood, I think. I think that's why it's in my mind. Yeah. Uh, Garrett, what's your, what's your game um, you're looking forward to? Would Flight Sim be too far out? That's the one that I'm really excited about. No, that's for. spring. Is it, that's, isn't that spring? Uh, summer, summer. I think it's at the Game Awards. So I guess oh, we don't yeah, have a summer. firm release date. So if it, I mean, if it comes in June, yeah, like, although I that's think. That's my vote around there. But if not, Psychonauts 2. Like I, wow. That's going to take me down memory lane. I love number one. I'm going to be real. Oh, real does this just include first party? Can I say a few third party ones or just first party? No, it was it was any Xbox game. Oh, so Scarlet Nexus then. That's summer too. Oh, oh that's summer too. Uh, yeah. Outriders. Outriders. Oh yes, I'm Outriders. Gonna be that's coming Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. I don't think we have a window for that yet. Just no, yeah. I just think people are just speculating 2021. I'm pumped for that game. I yeah, it looks so amazing. Same. It looks amazing. I'm gonna do co-op with my brother, and I'm a I'm gonna be Nightwing. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, when yeah. they announced that, and then like a Suicide Squad, I was like, what? Two similar games? Let's the do it. The Suicide yeah. Squad didn't do anything Hogwarts for me. They also have Legacy coming soon next year as well. Yeah, I'm not a Harry Potter guy. Um, my pick it is. Cool the... <laughs> it looks pretty good. An RPG, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna play it. Also, Vamp- uh, Vampire Bloodlines Two. That's another one I'm looking forward to. My pick's the medium next month. It's our first exclusive Series XS title. Um, I mean, I already have it pre-downloaded on my Xbox because it's up. Uh, it's up. You can pre-download the game on Game Pass already. So clearly done. I'm looking forward to to seeing that game in action. I think it's gonna. I, I'm not one for scary games. I've played a few here or there, mainly like the um, Until Dawn, Man of Dan, that series. Um, which scares me. It takes get a little jump scares. My brother's like, "You all right? What's going on in there?" So I'm definitely gonna be scared playing the medium, but it just looks so beautiful that I have to give it. A, I have to give it a shot. And I think I think from everything I've seen, they're gonna make a great game. Yeah, it's like the spiritual uh, successor to Silent Hill, in a way. I've never played Silent Hill, so I can't even like. I was Neither way too scared. <laughs> I was way too scared back in the day to play Silent Hill. You've never played Silent Hill. You've never played Psychonauts. Mm-mm. No, no, yeah, I never. Played. Like, come on, that so was like weird. the original mute horror game. It was great. I mean, it's not Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer is like the weird guy. You can say. Yeah, he's, he's the one weird. who doesn't cool fit guy. in with all the other with all the other Xbox Studio heads. <laughs> Yeah, everyone else is professional. Tim Schafer's over there. Like, what if we have people <laughs> jumping inside their heads and swimming around in pink goo? Like, um, yeah. Okay, we'll uh, we'll move on. Uh, obviously, Medium Psychonauts two gonna be big games for Xbox next next year. Um, our next question comes from E. It's all geek to me. Again, I'm not sure these are real people's names. They have lots of Twitter followers, but they keep. They keep throwing out with these with these weird names. Um, when do you think we'll see more about the upcoming Forza series, Hellblade Two, and Fable? E three, probably. When else? Yeah, with going trends, it, was, it would be E three. I hope that they hold it back till they have more to see, 
because I really want to like, see a change after the whole Cyberpunk moved. thing. I honestly doubt we see any Fable this year. Or next I year. Fable. Fable. I doubt Fable. I doubt Fable. Um, yeah. But um, maybe we'll see, uh, maybe we'll have like a state of play. Um, maybe right Xbox after the Bethesda version. deal closes. <laughs> I, I, Microsoft just announced that all Bethesda games will be exclusive. That's a dream scenario, obviously, but yeah, I can so, see yeah. Forza. Depends on which Forza, right? Because Jeff Jeff Grubb, I know, was talking about that maybe Forza Horizon uh, is it five? Six, what, what number are they on now? Uh, might Four. be coming. Five. Might be coming before. Um, yeah. The new Forza Four. Motorsports game. Yeah. Obviously, we got the we got the trailers, the CGI trailers for Forza Motorsport and Fable and Hellblade Two. Hellblade 2, I'm thinking we'll see something this year, definitely. Yeah. I think that game's further along. They already have a trailer ready. They were yeah. supposed to show it at the July showcase, but yeah. That, game, yeah. that game's further along than the other two. I don't think we see Fable or Forza Motorsport this year. I think just because they were announced, there's no way. Fable. I hope we see Fable. I would love it. I would love it being a huge Fable fan. I just don't think they're yeah. anywhere near like into production enough. I think that game is still like twenty twenty two early, late twenty twenty two earliest. Yeah, it's the same with Avowed. I it's like they we only got CGI trailers. I feel like uh, these two like maybe yeah. they just started. And neither of those I expect to see anything soon. Oh, I wish I I wish I hope Avowed comes out next year though. Like I just <laughs> that would be. I just hope that'll like. Be that or Starfield, like give me one or the other. One or the other is my ideal scenario for like a big RPG title next year. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think I'm, we I'm see. I'm pretty it. confident we might see Starfield next year. I'm pretty confident. I yeah, I, I have a something inside me tells me Starfield is yeah. next year. Starfield like, is coming. Yeah. I just feel like we keep talking about it. Phil Spencer keeps mentioning it, and like yeah, every, every time he mentions Bethesda, he just mentions Starfield. He doesn't mention Elder Scrolls Six or anything else. Just mm-hmm. Starfield. Yeah, so, well, yeah. other scrolls could other also scrolls be hinting that it's going to be exclusive. I would, Was there I'd... any talk about uh, which console Starfield will be on yet? There hasn't been, huh? Not Maybe really. it's a part of the deal. No, it's... Once it fully goes private, they'll just... It's still listed. Deal's finished up next day. It's Xbox exclusive. Ah, oh, the ground goes wild. It's still listed currently for PlayStation. I know Sony in their... Um... They did the awards on like their blog, the PlayStation blog. They let people vote, and it's like Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, it was like most upcoming, like most exciting upcoming game, and they put Bethesda titles on there. So, yeah, but then again, Ryan, uh, what's that guy's name? Jim Ryan. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. he said in an interview that he doesn't know what Phil Spencer's planning to do with them. He said that he doesn't know if they're going to be exclusive or not. So, you know, there is points for both sides of the argument at this point. Yeah, no, I we've we've argued that so much on this podcast. So are they yeah, going on? Oh, that, that's what I was gonna do come up to. Like after they announced that'll be another four shows that we got to talk about that thing for. Twenty twenty one. But do you four. think it could be something like you know Xbox, um, you know, makes Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six not exclusive, and then after Elder Scrolls Six, the title that come out after like twenty twenty eight, um, they're gonna be exclusive. I think I that know. would be a huge risk. Like, yeah. they know that they have some momentum now, and like everyone's caught up with the whole magic of it. Seems like anybody who's had serious time in the business is 
slowly and eventually working for Microsoft. Like it's the place that some people want to work right now, right? Because they sort of seem like the company that's how did that old saying go? They're answering the questions that we don't know to ask yet. Like, how do we get past this uh, crunch? Well, have a huge stock of developers going, spanning across me or different companies that'll help each other out, right? Or the how do we solve the high-risk, high-loss, or high-risk, high-gain market that they have right now, right? Like Cyberpunk, they put their heart and souls into that, but... Some investors got a little bit too cocky with it, and it got pre-released in, well, the state that it is now, right? And Xbox fixes that with, we could financially back you guys to ease up that pressure on them, right? So I think we're going to see a trend in the next few years, and yeah. Sorry, I got distracted halfway through the question. No. <laughs> we've, we've kind of gone on a, a tangent from the question. I think most of us agree that Fable and uh, Forza most likely won't be shown next year. Uh, Hellblade, probably. Yeah. And then hopefully some other surprises. Come on, Starfield. But we'll, uh, we'll wait and see what happens. Our third question <clears throat> excuse me, comes from Redacted on Twitter. That's, I'm not hiding their name. That's just their name. Uh, it says, apparently Microsoft are trying to get exclusivity on Bungie's new IP. What do you guys think it is? And besides Halo, what 2021 game are you most looking forward to? I think we covered the last half of that yeah. question yeah. already um, in, our, in our first question. Bungie's new IP. Didn't they already announce it? Isn't it uh, Matter? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Matter. Project Matter or something like that, yeah. Or something along those lines. I'm not familiar. I haven't. I don't remember anything. Was that the name uh, of it? Was that just like a code name they're giving it? Code name, I think. I think code name. They okay. revealed so, like a title. They revealed the title screen. Matter. It doesn't matter with Bungie. Yeah, yeah. It says yeah, yeah. Bungie's matter won't be Destiny 2. Bungie's yeah. UIP is a whimsical loot game, according to people. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I've heard the rumors that it might be exclusive. Microsoft is trying to get exclusivity for that, but I don't know because we barely know anything about the game. Yeah, I I wasn't even aware that they announced this. Yeah, it was announced quite a while back, I think, 2018, I believe. Wow. I mean, they said if they are saying it's a looter game, I'm assuming it's going to be a looter shooter like Borderlands, oh. Destiny. Uh, I hope not, though. I want them to do... I I hope not. You know, because we already have Destiny. I want them to Mm -hmm. work on something different. Maybe something along like an RPG or a narrative action-adventure game. Part of me is like, I would like them not to do another shooter, but also they're probably the best at doing shooters. Like, Destiny feels so good. Like, the gunplay feels so good that it's like, it's just what they know. So it kind of makes it hard for me to imagine them not doing a first-person shooter. Yeah, but like you said, more story-focused, I think could be really good for them. Yeah. Right? Like, Maybe the something bosses, along... The bosses Sorry, in our but... Destiny franchise are so good and well-made. And I feel like in a single-player format or like a just co-op format, uh, without like needing to focus on the, you know, ex- like making it extra long just, you know, because you want to add a, like difficulty on it, so people can grind for guns. It can be so good in like a normal game, and I think they can pull it off so well. 
maybe they could do something, you know, with it, within the universe of uh, Destiny, you know, following the lore, going deeper into the lore of Destiny. Oh, the I lore of Destiny. Ah, you have to read so many codexes just to figure that damn thing out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, see, most people aren't familiar with it, so this could be the game to, you know, get them into it, maybe, perhaps. The next Halo. <laughs> the next Halo. <laughs> Garrett, I think you were trying to give uh, your opinions. Oh, I, I lost train of thought. I was just listening to you guys. Skip this one. <laughs> but you love Destiny. So yeah, I, you yeah. have I hope the Monday. What do you what okay. do you want from the next game? What do I want from their next game? Well, like just don't do this weird sword crap. Like I feel like they're starting to try new ideas with it. Like uh when sword I was playing crap. Destiny. Like, their bow stuff is, seems pretty good. And, like, I'm reading their articles right now as you guys were talking. Like, they're saying this game's been in development for three years, has, like you were saying, a whimsical edge to it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, eh, it could be decent. Like, some, like, Robin Hood-type thing. Sure, I could see that. Robin Hood with some Mass Effect, like, biotic magic. Sure. Cool, that could be awesome. What I just heard, I don't know how well, is, is Garrett wants Garrett wants a Robin Hood game with mixed with cybernetic technology. I'm picturing some robot riding in on a horse, jumping through houses, stealing from the rich. Is this is this the uh, yeah? Did I did I get the just like a bounty hunting game? Can you yeah, sure. <laughs> Am I back now? You're here. You're here. Okay. Okay. Cool. I I could hear you the whole time. I, I just thought any of you guys for the longest time. I was just clarifying because you made me picture some like the Terminator on horseback, grappling into rich people's homes and robbing them blind, which I think is hysterical. Like that'd be such a silly game. I don't know if he's here. <laughs> nah, don't cut this. Leave this in. Leave this in. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, question four: If Garrett, well, hold on. Let's see if Garrett's back. Garrett, are you here? Oh no! <laughs> I'm sure he's here. I'm sure he's here. I don't know. Okay, we'll move on to question four. If he's here, great. If he's not, uh, he can watch the podcast and find out what we talk about. Um, question four comes from oh, Lisa Armstrong. I think my chat's breaking down on my end, guys. Oh, I'm getting more bars, boys. Ooh. Getting more bars. <laughs> when you're editing this, Tom, <laughs> you can cut <laughs> back a little bit. Oh, no, that that's that's content. <laughs> All right, you're there. You're good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty good. I just had to go like two rooms over. Family starting All to right. come over, so I'm my house right. is slowly breaking down as kids are logging into the Wi-Fi. All right, question four comes from Lisa Armstrong on Twitter, who finally someone with their real name. Also, I think uh, didn't they do some artwork for you, Amon, or something? Yeah, you're muted. <laughs> this is off the rails. They're the ones who created my profile pic, yeah. 
All right, I thought so. Okay, well, she uh, she dropped a leak. I use that leak air quotes for audio listeners. Um, from May, from someone that said they worked, they used to work at Xbox Game Studios, and she wanted our opinions on it. Uh, the leak said World's Edge is working on Age of Empires Five. Okay, they might, they probably are. Expected. Yeah. Double Fine is finishing Psychonauts Two and a Banjo reboot with the Banjo re- with the Banjo reboot announcement coming in June. That didn't happen. Also, there's nothing, no showcase in June. I assume this guy yeah. got his time frame. I think we were supposed to originally have something. Maybe in June. this th- th- I, this came out quite a while back. It came out before in the May. May showcase. May. I believe. This, this yeah. yeah, this leak was from May. So the guy was predicting for June, which I think became the July showcase. Obviously, we yeah. know Double Fine is finishing Psychonauts 2. Tim Schafer's confirmed that. I feel like we've talked, I haven't talked about Tim Schafer so much ever. Um, but he also shot down a banjo reboot just this week with Ryan McCaffrey. Yeah, but I, I think it's happening. Double Fine is doing it, definitely, because Aaron Greenberg denied, uh, Aaron Greenberg denied that, um, you know, they're working on Perfect Dark and Fable. He, did, he straight out denied it. He said it. We're not working on Fable or Perfect Dark. Guess what happened? We got Fable and Perfect Dark. I'm I I'm pretty excited for it. I have a really high <laughs> feeling that you know we're gonna get Banjo from Double Fine. We all we all know my feelings on a new Banjo game. I I've harped on it for the last uh, how many podcast oh, eleven weeks now. Um, I've talked yeah. about Banjo Kazooie. Um, I would love if Double Fine did it. I I don't have the confidence you do. I think Tim Schafer was probably telling the truth, but. I still hope that we'll see it. If it is from Double Fine, well done. You fooled me, Tim. Um, it's definitely not releasing in 2022, though. I don't that, okay. that time frame is they're they're finishing Psychonauts, and then you know I don't think Double Fine is like a huge studio. They make relatively yeah, smaller titles, yeah. So, uh, do you have anything to add to that, Tom or Garrett? <laughs> I think it's covered it. All right. Uh, yeah, I agree with him. Uh, the leak said the initiatives working on Perfect Dark will be single player focused. We know that's accurate now after the Game Awards. Uh, we'll have a multiplayer component developed by the Coalition. Game will be announced in June, which didn't happen. It was announced at the Game Awards and released 2022-2023. I think this one could actually be accurate. I mean, he got yeah. half of it right. And May is before we saw people really talking about them working on Perfect Dark. I know that rumor came came around when we started the podcast, so a few months ago, and that was long after yeah. May. So I think if the coalition's doing multiplayer, it's going to be a good multiplayer. Yeah, there are also rumors that, you know, Initiative are reusing assets from a canceled coalition game uh, called Shanghai Heights or something. It was announced a long back, a long while back. Then later, Microsoft got the IP for Gears, and then uh, Coalition took, took that on. So they're using the same assets, reusing those assets for um, Perfect Dark, and could be that they're also developing. Right. I think Coalition working on the multiplayer Wii is pretty damn cool, actually. It lets uh, <clears throat> the developers of Perfect Dark just to focus, you know, Folding on the narrative, folding the story, making sure that that's a perfect environment. And mm-hmm. we know that Coalition nails multiplayer. Like they know how to deal with, it. they know how to progress on it. They know like the best roadmaps that you should pro- pro- probably go on. With Gears, we see so many updates all the time, and the game's like booming all the time. Uh, I think they can nail it really good. 
What do you think, Garrett? Oh, I think with their level editor, editor capabilities alone, it could be amazing, right? Because with the sort Wait. of vibe that it's going for, it would be a like breaking into type game from the little bit that we saw, right? Espionage going around with some high tech in the eco I hope so. dystopian it's future, sci-fi. right? So like it could be like somebody sets up a mission and takes on the antagonist role while one or two people try to break through. I think that could be amazing. Did you ever play um, the Splinter Cell multiplayer game modes where it's like spies versus, um, I forget what the antagonist group was, but like it's kind of, you know, one of you plays like the Splinter Cell agents and you had all your little tech and your abilities and the other people just played kind of just straight up, you know, I'm going to murder people. But I would, I would be thrilled if it was similar to that where we had secret agents versus people, you know, we either we have to sneak in and steal something from them and they're trying to protect it. Or, you know, I, I'm not one for like just straight up deathmatch. It's fine in certain games, but I would really love like, especially for this genre, a different take on a multiplayer mode. They can have both. I mean, like the original perfect dark was just like a normal, you know, golden eye shooter for multiplayer. So definitely, but I, I like what you're saying on that because I, I loved the multiplayer for Splinter Cell. When Chaos Theory uh, was like the original Xbox game, when that sh- multiplayer shut down, I was so upset because I was like, oh, I love this game so my, much. My favorite, my favorite Splinter Cell. Uh-huh. So the rest of the league says In Exile is working on an RPG that isn't Bard's Tale and doesn't have a medieval setting. Okay. Great. Like, yeah, I know. Sure. Well, after, you know, I think a few weeks ago there were rumors about in exile working on a steampunk triple a yeah we talked about that yeah yeah, yeah. that's so, so that one okay. future leaks have kind of shown that that's probably accurate yep. uh ninja theory is working on hellblade 2 and project mara hellblade trailer in june that didn't happen yeah, although happen. uh you know they could have and, and held it um release in 2022 i think we all predict that project mara no trailer they say release next year or 2022 this, I think, yeah, I, I don't think I, it's as ambitious it's as Hellblade 2. I think just oh, one of the smaller not. projects, you know, like it's, Bleeding Edge, probably some of the smallest projects. So, well, let's, hope it's, let's hope it's better than Bleeding Edge because that game <laughs> was a train wreck. Um, but hey, Project Mara looked, you saw where it was going, it just wasn't backed up at all. Yeah, like it, it wasn't needed so up. much balancing right out of the hop that, yeah, it was just a mess. I just think it tra- entered a genre, a genre that was already like overcrowded with similar games that were already well established. So I didn't think it was. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, people advanced. before before the game launched, people were like, "Oh, this is the Overwatch killer." <laughs> uh, no, nah. um, Project Mara. I think it's definitely smaller scale. But you got, have you guys watched the trailer on YouTube for Project yeah. Mara? Like when they announced it, and they're like showing that like oh this is this is in game and it just looked like it was a picture of them like standing on the staircase or like it, you could not distinguish what was what they were filming it in the gave studio. Me control vibes it gave me sort of control vibes is is so freaky like it's that it's a horror game yeah so you know another one of my favorite titles i'm gonna play this one just because i love ninja theory uh whenever it comes out but it looks really cool i still don't know what the gameplay is gonna be and i I think 2022 is probably realistic for that one too, unless it's way further along than I can imagine 
but the game just seems like it would be really, even though it's on a smaller scale, I think, it probably ambitious. Next, we have Obsidian's working on Outer Worlds 2 and a new AAA IP RPG similar to Skyrim will be announced in June. Uh, so it was announced in July, and it's avowed. Um, and they say it will release... And it's similar to Skyrim, so... <laughs> they say it will release in 2021. I hope that's true. <laughs> I hope that's true. If that, if that game comes out 2022, did they say 2022, 2021? They said 2021. Oh, wow. Which, optimistic. I think we all just talked about how that's... Uh, I, I think that game will be Game of the Year contender. I think we need to see more about it. <laughs> we, we yeah, we, we, gotta, we have to see. <laughs> all I know is I can have a sword and throw a fireball. <laughs> And arrows. No, nah, I, nah, I just have a feeling that game is just going to be amazing for some reason. I certainly hope so. Um, so that one, you know, Lalik, hit or miss so far. Seems like every other one he's kind of kind of got right. Um, next one, Playground Games is working on Forza Horizon 5 and Fable. Forza announced in the fall. That didn't happen. But as I said, Jeff Grubb said it might be coming before the Forza Motorsports. And that was a, that was a few weeks ago. And Fable will be announced in June, which was the July showcase, um, and it was announced. They say it'll have a more mature tone. That's definitely not true based on the trailer we saw. It's still going to keep its silly, kid-friendly, British humor tone. And it says we'll release late 2021, early 2022. That is definitely not happening. I would love for Forza Horizon to come out. Like this fall, or what did he say? Uh, it doesn't have next year. Yeah, I would love it to come out next year. Forza Horizon. Have you guys even played the Series X version of Forza Horizon Four yet? I've seen it people looks, playing. It looks gorgeous. It's so beautiful. It's played at night, like nighttime. That's the best part. Like all like the glows of the lights and everything. It just looks so nice, and it runs so smoothly. Uh, definitely, you guys should race me one of these days, and I will, you know, smoke all of you guys in first place. Oh, for sure, because my best car is that P90. Love that thing. See me in Mario Kart. Three-wheeled golf cart. Mario Kart. <laughs> the only race- purple shell. <laughs> I, can, I can only play kart racers. Oh, and uh, Need for Speed Underground 2. The classic. <laughs> best racer. Period. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's... Whew. Soundtrack unrivaled to this day it's not even a hot take i don't know like (laughs) for random like motorsports games i remember that do you remember pure which was all just about big air and fancy tricks i know a game you're talking particularly good soundtrack i feel like all those it was like this is a tangent but i feel like all the sports games like that like tony hawk pro skater Tony how like back in the day they all had such good soundtracks. And now I feel like yeah. I go into like a sports title and they have the worst soundtracks ever. Like FIFA, oh my god. I agree. FIFA god. FIFA soundtracks. <laughs> FIFA soundtracks. Years Eight years of trash. No, I think FIFA 14 was good. I like FIFA 14 soundtrack. But they had, they had a few good songs. But Oh uh, yeah, sports titles. Get, get the good soundtracks back. Get the get the good soundtracks back. Um, 
Rare's working on Everwild, which will be similar to Breath of the Wild trailer in June, which was July, released 2021. Um, we don't know if it's similar to Breath of the Wild. Art yeah, style. I think they're really struggling with their identity. It seems like an art project that got way too out of hand. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think the game looks gorgeous. I'm all. It, I'm it, all it does look gorgeous, but what are we gonna do? I don't, I don't know, know yet. <laughs> like, I'm sorry I've if it's so like a monster is... tamer, like Pokemon replacement, maybe like a crazy elaborate. If you, you find your yeah. soul animal, <laughs> I can see that. But like gameplay, where I get to go out, find my soul animal. And then have that homie with me. The rest, of the game, I'm about that. Similar to La- yeah. the Last Guardian, like you know, you have this beast with you the whole time. Just Could call be. that a beast. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I haven't played that game. Just you know, from what I've seen from it, it's a beast. <laughs> yeah, it is a beast. It's like a massive lemur. <laughs> um. Yeah, obviously we don't know if it's like Breath of the Wild. We don't know if it's going to be like an RPG puzzle. I mean, if it is, great. It could be of the Wild anything. Part. Breath of the Wild, as I've been told, because I'm going to be honest, I, I haven't played it, guys. I, I don't care about Zelda. Um, I, Neither I do like I, man, but I care about Breath of the Wild. It's a like good game. Breath of the Wild is a good game, man. Come on. I, I've heard. My, my brother is very much this the greatest of all time, but I just haven't played it. Um, I like the art style. I've played Genshin Impact, which is similar to it. Uh, Have any of you tried um, Immortals Phoenix Rising yet? No, I'm waiting for it to get no. on. on I, I want to try that. It's, it's on, on sale right, right now, now on the Xbox Store. Yeah, it's that's 40 right now. ironic. Yeah. I was just thinking about that game. I, I wasn't sure between that. Like, I was going through the sale. And I was like, that, Yeah. maybe Legion. But then I also saw that Tony Hawk 1 and 2 was on for like, 30, 40 bucks in Canada. So yeah. Like, Ooh, that could be nice. Also, Devil May Cry 5. I'll, I'll, is that game any good? Have you guys tried it? Yes. Game is good. Real yes. good. It's good? Yeah. I, I want to pick that one up. It's for nice. It, right it has the optimized version. So, yeah. It'll, it'll look even better. Yeah. I'm going to get a more uh, Mortals Phoenix Rising, stupid name, um, because I think it looks good. Gods and going- Monsters was better. I'm going to wait. For, I'm going to wait for it. It can go lower. The price can go lower. The game, Ubisoft games, especially yeah, Ubisoft is real generous on sales. If, if it's not one <laughs> title, because they're big. Every title that isn't their big title doesn't perform, and then goes immediately on sale, and then it's just going to keep plummeting in price. So I'll be playing that game in a few months for like twenty five dollars. But I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is doing pretty well, and well, it's big title right now. It's a, it's a 44 right now. Well, all right, all right. I don't know. Something about Ubisoft games, it just doesn't make me stick to them. I played for like a couple hours, then drop it. Oh, I don't care about Ubisoft. I only Amen to that, man. Ubisoft like has some magic for making me like very enticed off their commercials, but like, I don't yeah. think when I've I ever gotten up, more than like for... 25, 30 hours into a Ubisoft game. Like, I tried to. Yep. They Even look pretty Assassin's bad. Creed I can't do it. Uh, I think the last Ubisoft game which I got really into was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Splinter Cell. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Like, I was like two when that came out, so yeah, I haven't played much of it. I stopped caring about Ubisoft games once I got rid of Splinter Cell, basically. 
Um, and we need Sam Fisher back. Uh, yeah, so we'll definitely see more of Everwild this year, and I think it's going to come out this year. To get back on topic, um, their last one is Turn 10's working on Forza 8 announcement in June. Forza Motorsport was announced in July at the showcase. So overall, I think that leak is, you know, it was kind of easy. Like they chose the big titles that we all kind of expected. And they got about like half of them right, half of them wrong, and then made some little claims that are definitely not true about release dates. But in terms of leaks go, it's not the worst I've ever read. It's not the worst I've ever read. Yeah, I mean, uh, they got the uh, they got Obsidian spot on. They are working on Outer Worlds too, and the massive this about game. Mm-hmm. They got that rewrite. Yeah, and that was all the viewer questions we have for this week. Again, if you guys want to send us more viewer questions, we'll uh, include them at the end of every show. Obviously, this week we have no news, so they're going as uh, one of the main talking points, but tweet at us at Project X Talk on Twitter, and we'll answer your questions. For our last topic of the year, I thought it'd be fitting to have our Game of the Year discussion. This can be you know, Xbox podcasts, obviously Xbox... I don't know if they had they had a good year. I wouldn't say they had like a outstanding yeah, killed yeah. it this year. Um, so we're gonna open this up to any game, any platform. We I told you each to bring three, so we'll go down everyone's everyone's top three list to see what you uh, what you got here for game of the year, and then we'll each pick our game of the year at the end. All right. So who would like to kick us off with their? Uh, they're number three. I'm going last. I have the most controversial takes. I'm going last. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll go first with this one. For my number three, uh, I chose Pokemon Crown Tundra DLC specifically. It is okay. so good. It adds so much. To, you know, it adds a lot to the game. It adds like, really fun multiplayer raids to go after the legendaries. Uh, and it added so much to like Sword and Shield that was missing from for me that launch and definitely Pokemon is now in my you know top twenty uh top twenty top of twenty twenty. That's all I got. Garrett Garrett uh, you give us your me, uh... Jesus like are we comp- like only games that came out in twenty twenty because I like I always make a few lists because I don't like asking too many questions. So like, yep. yeah, so what, like this year. Wait, wait, twenty twenty was like a year of nostalgia for me, right? So like, I was DLC can like, count. Okay, okay. Yes, the content and, came out. Uh, the content. All right, Nether update. I'm adding Minecraft. That's my third. That shit was awesome. <laughs> it did add so much to Nether. I don't. Yeah, it like it added a lot. I guess it's me Mom. now. All right. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Um, I'm going to go with Final Fantasy VII Remake for number three. Solid take. That's my pick. I, yeah. Not controversial at all. I really thought you were going to come out. Oh, with no. My top, my top two. My top one, maybe, is going to be the most controversial shit this podcast has seen. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be God of uh, War. <laughs> I am playing that right now, though, for the first time ever. And it is great. really good. It is a really good game. Yeah. Um, my number three 
and I don't know if this is a hot take, it's Astro's Playroom. Really? Yes, Astro's Playroom is one of the best platformers in, in general, like, especially this year, one of the best platformers. It was between this or Sackboy. I love Sackboy, but I chose Astro just because it has a history of, like, all the levels are history of PlayStation. It really uses the DualSense controller, and I know it's an Xbox podcast, and I'm over here praising PlayStation, but Astro's Playroom is amazing. Like, I love that game. I platinumed it. It's so much fun. It's so well made. It's a great platformer. If you like platformers and you get a PS5, you get it free. So play it or there's something wrong with you. Back to you, Tom. Very strong stance. <laughs> okay, for number two. Uh, I chose Persona 5 Royale as my number two. Oh, yes. Even though the original Persona 5 came out forever ago, the Royale added so much to the second, um, to the last arc and it made the game so much better uh, Persona 5 is easily one of the best RPGs, period. Another and game that I... I hope it comes to Game Pass soon. <laughs> you know... Uh, I, I just bought I, it. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, though. I mean, it would be, it'd be nice yeah, for it to come to Game Pass, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I played it on my PS4. I didn't play Royale. I played the, the Persona, Persona 5. I didn't play Royale yet. I'm playing Royale right now. I'm 12 hours into it. I'm on the second palace. And I've played Persona 4 Golden. I played that this year on when it came to Steam. And I loved Persona 4 Golden. And so far, Persona 5 Royal is really good. It hasn't hooked me the same way Persona 4 Golden did. Golden, I was up to like 1 a.m. some nights, like ignoring sleep and work, like to get through the game. But... Royal is really good. Um, I'm. I know. I've encountered some of the new content, the new confidants, because I know some about the original game. Um, so I'm. I'm looking forward to, to finishing it. Just uh, about a hundred and ten more hours to go. I, I'd say. Garrett, you're up for number two. Number two, I would have to say control. Like I know it had. It's really spotty with like how. The investors were like, handling game. their education. Yeah, really? It can't, Jesus yeah. Christ. See, it's just, I haven't Didn't played 2020 play? games this year. Yeah, I played it this year as well. I can't blame you. I played it this year as well. Yeah, I'm like, playing it right now. I, well, yeah, Ultimate I Edition came out this year. Ooh, Ultimate yeah. Enough. Okay, it's back <laughs> on the list, boys. <laughs> yeah. I like Control. It's, it's a weird game, but it's good. It has a good story to it. Yeah, like hats off to the developers on that one. Like it's it's a very good game. I hope they come out with a second one with like how the game's been going. I'm about four fifths of the way through it. I just uh I fought a TV just for a vague <laughs> little reference on uh where I am in the game. Mm-hmm. But uh it's a it's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, that is good. Can can right, I you for my number two spot? Um, okay, this is not controversial at all. This is Wasteland 3. Oh, Wasteland 3, yeah. Yeah, I like. I really enjoyed that game. I like. I, I kind of have a soft spot for isometric RPGs. That's why I'm really looking forward to The Ascent, which is also coming out next year. So, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, mine's a game I just beat on Sunday night. Uh, Gears Tactics is my number two. Oh. Came out. Came out in April. 
uh, hot take. This game is, I like this game more than Ge- I liked Gears 5. I found Gears 5 to be a slog to get through the story mode in terms of like, I have nothing wrong with how it plays. It's a beautiful game's great, beautiful. I just found the story really, really dragging. I thought Gears Tactics had a, I was more engaged in the story, probably because it was new. It, it connects, it's a prequel. For anyone that doesn't know, uh, the story is a prequel to things that directly influence uh, Gears 5. And that becomes very apparent at the end of the story when I was like, oh my yeah. god! That's what happened. That, isn't, isn't the protagonist um, Kate Diaz's father? Yes. Yeah. Gabe Diaz, yeah. 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 And it's a it's an RTS. Oh, it's a turn-based. You know, I, don't, I don't know what you call it. It's a it's a strategy game. Very strategy. Yeah. yeah you, you move your units. XCOM. Yeah, it's, X, it's XCOM Gears XCOM. of War style. Gears. And they do it very well. I never felt like the game was... the game. It's like 20-something hours long, so like the game is, is good. It's a good chunk. Uh, I like the characters, I like the story, and I like the gameplay. It's It got everything for me. I really enjoyed it. So I thought, again, thought it was bad Gears 5. Check it out if you haven't. I think that brings us back around to Tom for his numero uno. So my number one's pretty boring. It's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Great game. Amon right. already had brought it up to his number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to make the list. I was hoping that game one, game of the year. Me too. Yeah, Me too. Game awards, I, yeah. I was upset when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Last of us two sweeped. Sweep the yeah. thing. Garrett, number uh, one. Just to finish off my trifecta of games that don't come out in 2020, oh, um, I am going to say uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. I, I love that shooter genre. I will always go back to it. I have probably uninstalled and reinstalled that thing over the last year. Most 10, number 15 three, times. Yeah, number I could always play it. Minecraft. Number three was Minecraft. Oh. Minecraft Nether. <laughs> yeah, like I, I really only started playing it for the Nether update, and yeah, I, I yeah, god damn that game's good. Y'all like that was a sleeper. I was like one of those guys who were like Minecraft's lame, but then I tried it out when I was like I told you guys a few shows ago, with uh, buddy was just telling me, yeah, my daughter plays it. You should help me build a bar or something in the background, and yeah, like. Three months later, Jesus Christ! One day I'll show you guys around the world. It's crazy. All right, I I think I know. Yeah, you probably you know what it is. Yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That's my number one spot. (laughs) I had I've had zero bugs, zero glitches, and I'm absolutely enjoying the story so far. I've come. I beat the game. The story is amazing. I beat it in two endings. I uh, beat it once, then I went back and tried another ending. So yeah, I'm enjoying the game. I, I still, I'm still doing the side missions, trying to finish all the gigs and everything. So yeah, that game has to be the best game this year. Dude's got CD Projekt Red in his ear. Like, all right, this is where you say Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're playing to the deep, deep seed on a very small channel. Just fucking pay no, them on that straight up. How, like. <laughs> all these bugs and glitches I'm seeing, I've never like I I've the only I've only got one glitch so far, and that was I Tom mentioned the last podcast when people walk away, their phones I just float in the air. That's the only one I've no- yeah. noticed so far. That's it. Okay, Nothing else has happened like, to me. 
look into any of my last videos on like my uh like uh on like xbox how you can watch buddy's video clips i'll start putting them on like a page or something because i clip all of mine i have like desert scenes where i'll be like looking out at the beautiful desert and shit but only trucks will load for like i'd say like 30 feet in the distance and it's really weird and distracting or like people just like hiding around corners that don't exist oh god like great game very immersion breaking like i originally started on your side i'm on i love the game i am just about all the way through i got like 50 street cred I'm level, like, 32. I, like, get bored sometimes and run around the city pretending I'm cybernetic Batman. But, uh, yeah, it's very immersion-breaking. <laughs> yeah, this game, definitely best RPG this year. <sighs> okay, now... <laughs> now, now <laughs> RPG in the last decade. In the last decade. <laughs> no, that's too far. That's too far. <laughs> Alright, you're coming out here. I can I can I can deal with you saying Cyberpunk is your game of the year. It's subjective. Great, you haven't had any bugs on like the other thirteen million people that ordered the game. <laughs> hey, that was another person but, on the comment section last week uh, last episode. She that's didn't true. have any bugs. That's true. Um but the fact that you just said it was the best RPG this year. That's where I yeah, take it. Yeah, What other RPGs did we have? We had Wasteland 3. We had Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy much yeah, there, There's no way yeah, Final Fantasy It's good. Kevin. That's good. But it's not better than Cyberpunk, man. No way. Listen, my number one, also an RPG, Yakuza Like a Dragon. All right, yeah. The, you oh, can the, say, but yeah. it's not better than Cyberpunk. The best. The best. <laughs> JRPG that came out this year. Yes, I, okay, I JRPG I can agree, but RPG. Final Fantasy sounds a JRPG, and I'm saying Yakuza was better than than that. They switched the roles here. I talked about it. Yakuza went from brawler to turn-based RPG. Final Fantasy went the exact other way. They went to an action-oriented style, but Yakuza playing on Series X. It's enhanced. Only next-gen version available. PlayStation's the Hold up, holding off till uh, March, I think. But Yakuza has the characters. It has character development. It has beautiful cutscenes. It has amazing gameplay. And I almost got the 100%. I, I'm so mad I have to stop at 99 because that final dungeon is nonsense. You have to max out everything, which just would require 90 more hours of grinding, and I, I don't have it in me to grind. But the game is phenomenal start to finish. The only downside I could say is that it takes like three hours to really get going. The first three hours are like a lot of cutscenes. Kind of feels like you're watching a movie, but like the best movie, like the best Japanese mafia movie you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, we're gonna get a lot of dislikes this episode. <laughs> I can already feel it. <laughs> I don't. Our cyberpunk. No, I, I agree. Yakuza is a great game. I, I, from what I've seen, I'm, that's the next game I'm probably gonna pick up. Um. Yeah. That's. Uh, I really need to get that game. I've heard a lot of great things about it. And yeah. Next it's on right Yeah. It oh, is. how much is it for? Is it for forty? I think it's like forty. Uh, it, it's oh, yeah. like, I'm probably looking to pick it up. Something like that. Something like that. It's great. Yeah. If you got the type, you got sixty plus hours. Definitely. Yeah. How about Kevin, this? I have to mention, I'll get though, it On the gamer score too. leaderboards, you're like trailing. You're you're you're, you're like highest, <laughs> man. We're all trailing behind you. 
<laughs> oh no, dude! I'm catching up. Like, yeah, yeah you're catching I got up, some sleeper but... shit going on. I'm gonna catch up to him. Kevin's really like quick two thousand, two thousand gamer score this month. <laughs> like, wow. To be fair, I also played New Super Lucky's Tale this year, a game designed for children with the easiest achievements in the world, and I almost got a hundred percent on that too. It was just like these really annoying ones that I couldn't be bothered. Three annoying ones that I couldn't be bothered to do. So that gave me like an extra 900 or something. And that game took like, Wow, 900. You wanted the achievements. Did you like or you wanted the achievements? I like the game because I like cute, like kid friendly platformers uh, like Astro Block. Oh, Super Lucky Shell. Yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah I've heard I, about that Yeah, the little fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which. The original version, Super Lucky's Tale, is bad. Uh, if you look at reviews on that, don't don't play that one. New Super Lucky's Tale is like adds an additional world, it brings it up to like 60 FPS, and fixes a lot of the issues from what I read. Um, and that game's just chill. Like I would put it on when I wanted to. Re- like I didn't want to do anything hard. I just wanted to like play a game and relax. So that, that, that's where a lot of those achievements came from. But I mean, game game was fun. Game was fun. Uh, unfortunately, not eligible for this year because it came out last year for my game of the years. Yeah, it wouldn't have made the list regardless because it's new Super Lucky Sale. But I, I, you know, we all had different games this year. That's fine. Uh, some of us games that came out this year, some of us not, and some of us uh, were shooting shooting from the hip here with our takes. So. Looking forward to seeing what 2021 has for games. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a better year, in my opinion, for games. I think 2021 is going to blow 2020 out of the water. And we will end our podcast for the year and this episode there. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, remember to follow, uh, subscribe, like, share, uh, interact with us over on Twitter uh, at Project X Talk. I'm at the Muffin Mon. That's a one instead of an I. Tom, where can they find you? You guys can find me uh, on Twitter at Chronicle Tom. Aman? You can find me um, on Twitter, Aman M05, and also uh, that's my gamer tag as well. You can find me there as well. And Garrett? Uh, gamer tag and Twitter is both Wayworn G. Thanks for having me and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy we'll New see Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year. Everything. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.